Hello, readers. Welcome to 20 Questions with Your Favorite Author, where we ask authors important questions like, why would you agree to be on this podcast? I'm Kelly Lynn Colby, Editorial Director at Curse Dragon Ship Publishing. Our guest this week is Shannon Crane Camp, YA writer and mother of many schnauzers. Shannon's true love is young adult fiction, though she often dabbles in new adult, paranormal, and mystery. She takes any opportunity to include her love of film and video games in her writing, and you might just find a nerdy Easter egg or two hidden in her works. If she's not your favorite now, she will be after. I'm going to assume the music stopped because I couldn't even hear it. Could you hear it? No. I have no idea if it stopped or not. It did? (laughs) Wait, you could hear it earlier, right? When it first started, and then it totally went away, so I have no idea. Ay, ay, ay. See, we're professionals <laughs> around here, Shannon. Totally Super have- professional. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. Henry's on. Hi, Henry. Hi, Henry. Ah, who needs music? This isn't about music. This yeah. is about writing. I have an yeah. authority. So I'm going to Shannon. Oh, wonderful, Shannon. Quick question. Yes. Where do you get your ideas? Oh, um, I'm a thief, basically. <laughs> Yes. Oh no, I'm about to be sued for this question. Um, <laughs> Just don't mention any names. Right. Um, a lot of where I get my ideas are video games, actually. Nice. So like, as a writer, I'm I'm kind of a sham because like, this is probably a travesty, but I, I like video games as a medium for storytelling more than books. <laughs> I shouldn't admit that on a book podcast. Oh, no, I'm with you. I love to play video games, but if I can't get into the story, I can't play them. Exactly. Right. And they're such a good medium for storytelling. So that's like one of my big like places that I get inspiration from. I have a like a dystopian young adult trilogy that is basically just Portal. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Forget this. I'm turning Portal into a book. It's fine. Um, so there's that. <laughs> Super fun. Um, yeah. One of the characters in that is literally just GLaDOS. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be sued. And my book that's coming out in- next month is actually just Bioshock. Whoops. It's Bioshock. Um, That's fun, oh, though. I shouldn't say this, like, on the record. That's okay. Um, so yeah, yeah. we're not recording this or anything. Right? This isn't, like, for people to see. This is just between us. Um, There's a reason why you cannot copyright an idea. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, the other place is, like, I, I use, like, the sitcom method where you just take a bunch of personalities and put them in different situations. So, like, again stealing things like one of my books is literally like captain hook from once upon a time and then scarlett o'connor from nashville and i was like this would be fun to put them in a weird like fever dream state and see what happens so that i do that a lot i put taika ytt in my current work in progress and put him in charge of the afterlife and it's super fun (laughs) and you're like and i loved every moment and i loved every moment of it Kevin Petway says all of his characters are King Friday from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, there we go. Accents. See? Yeah, actually, I could see some of those. I just watched that Mr. Rogers special. Did you watch the, oh, yeah. the, the biography? Not the Tom Hanks one, but the, like, PBS one? Oh, no, I didn't see it. I, I yeah. <laughs> it was impressive. I highly recommend it. I will. I love Mr. Rogers. Who doesn't? He's just the best. And it's one of those you learn more about him and you like him more. That doesn't exactly. happen. Exactly. Thank right? goodness. <laughs> you learn more about people. You're like, oh, I wish I didn't know that. Oh, I know. There's so many times that I'm like, oh, thank you for being a, like a good person. 
<laughs> I was so worried I was going to have to not like you all of a sudden. <laughs> like, I don't want to watch it. Don't tell me anything I don't yeah. want to know. What was that? The Tom Hanks movie where, where yeah. the wife said, please don't spoil my childhood. Exactly. Right? Because that's that's what how I feel. Every time. Except when <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Let's see. You have, oh, I'm sorry. We're here to talk about you, aren't we? <laughs> uh, yeah, we can talk about Mr. Rogers. I'm fine with that. <laughs> it's all fun, right? Yeah. Let's see. You have such a variety of books. So you can see with your covers flashing up there. I mean, they're all over the spectrum, which is so oh, much. They are. <laughs> um, in the first book of the Parish Chronicles, Parish, yes. Sadie is the lead investigator exploring um, the paranormal world. And she's yes. tasked with finding the connection between haunted places across the country. Yes. And I love that idea. And I was wondering, like, did you get to explore places yourself to decide where the team goes? Oh, I did, actually. Oh. Um, my husband and I are huge, like, paranormal nerds. Like, we watch, like, top five lists all the time of, like, ghosts caught on camera and stuff like that. Um, so for our honeymoon, we actually went to the Queen Mary in Long Beach and stayed on the ship. And that's the first place they investigate in the book. <gasps> oh, so much fun. Um, and yeah, we recently stayed at the Stanley Hotel, which is the, you know, inspiration behind The Shining. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the Queen Mary was the only one I actually got to go to in person. But I'm like slowly putting all of these little haunted places in my book. So eventually I can go there and be like, this is this is tax deductible, right? This is for work. <laughs> it was part of your research. Yes. Yes, it is. Exactly. This yeah. podcast is not for tax advice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Please, please uh, consult your tax advisor. Yeah. We even tried to like do a little bit of investigating on the Queen Mary. And I have this video. I'll have to post it somewhere of me walking down the hallway with my camera. Like we're looking for ghosts on the Queen Mary here on the haunted B deck. And a door opens and oh. I screamed and ran away. And it was just the maid coming out of the room. <laughs> and my husband will not let me live it down because he was like, you would be a terrible paranormal investigator. You ran away. <laughs> Like, my oh daughter gosh. and I watch those videos and you see that stuff move and we're like, yeah. it's a cat. <laughs> like, right? Nope, I'd be out the door. Demon. We look at each other. It's a cat. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. I'd be gone. <laughs> you know, cat, demon. I don't know. We could like. It's fine. Same thing, basically. <laughs> the day, you know. <laughs> um, Florida Kevin wants to know what ghost have you seen? Besides okay. The like on the Queen Mary or just in general? Oh, just in general. Just in general. Mm -hmm. um, so when I was in, my my family is very into ghosts. And so anytime we would get together for like family parties and things, it would always devolve into ghost talk, like inevitably every time. And they would always talk about all this stuff that was haunted. And we would make horror movies when I was a kid as well as a family, just for fun, you know, as you do. Fun! Yeah, I got to see my parents die in so many ways as a child. I'm sure that didn't scar me at all. Um... But yeah, I, so they would always talk about ghosts. I swear when I was in college, we had a ghost living in our dorm. We called him Peter just for fun, but we like would hear, we would hear things all the time and not just because we're in a, you know, a rowdy college dorm, but it, it would be like in the middle of the night and we would hear someone like call our name. We're like, okay, we have to figure out what this is. So we got a little remote control car and put a camera on it and sent it through the oh. vent in our dorm and we didn't find anything, so we put it, like, took it out, put the vent back on, and that night, the vent flew across the room, like, no joke, all the way across the room, hit the wall, and then fell down, and I was like, nope, 
done. Ghosts. Peter's everywhere, and he's mad, and he's he's not here for it. <laughs> Peter was like, how dare you invade my space? Right? He was like, did I invite you into my vent? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Now that's so going to end up in a story somewhere. Oh, yeah. And my, um, my daughter, who is three, she, probably because I'm so like, oh, ghosts all the time, she will walk around the house, and she'll be like, oh, mama, there's a body in the wall. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sovey, let's not talk about the body in the wall. All right. So your parent teacher conferences are gonna be fun. I cannot wait. (laughs) You'd be like, my mom killed somebody last night. Like in a video game, in a video game. It's okay. I swear it was pre-dead. Right. You're just gonna preemptively send a daily note. Last night. (laughs) Yes. This is what happened. Did not kill a real person. It was Resident Evil, I promise. That just means she's a future writer, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. For sure. Let's see. Well, in um, Under Zenith, mm-hmm. another one of your novels, Isla, it's Isla, right? Yeah, Isla. Okay, good. Isla Edison has to navigate the afterlife by completing six impossible and random tasks. How much fun was it to come up with the tasks? Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. And it was another thing where it was just random stuff from my life. Like, um, one of the tasks was, it was like on these floating islands and they're actually from World of Warcraft. There's like this whole zone that has these little floating islands. And I was like, well, that's cool. I'm putting that in a book again, (laughs) going to get sued. Um, but I was like, what a great idea. Let's just steal this little location here. Um, so yeah, that, that was super fun. And I had to try to, I can't, I don't want to like give anything away, but I had to try to make the tasks very deliberate like according to what's going on in the book um and so it was fun to try to like pull in different video game or like movie easter eggs and put them all together it was a good time (laughs) so much fun i might steal that idea yes do it (laughs) so much fun um by the way in both of those books the protagonist's love interest is a brit yes so are you an anglophile Yes. So, oh, wait, I have a follow-up question then. So, who's your favorite doctor? Oh, gosh. Uh, That's a hard, that's a hard one. I want to say probably David Tennant. Yes. I feel like David Tennant's got to be it. Yeah. That was the correct answer. Like, Matt Smith is a close second, but David Tennant. (laughs) I just, he was like, I mean, Christopher Eccleston was my first doctor, but David Tennant was just, he was the one. (laughs) He made me a true fan. Yes, right? Oh, he's brilliant. I love him. He is. And then it's funny because he plays such a great bad guy. Yes. And I could be creeped out by him, but I can't seem to not like him no matter what. Oh, no, it's true. It's like Loki. Like, he's a bad guy, but you love him anyway. <laughs> you can't help it. It's like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's like, um, have you seen the BBC Sherlock? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Moriarty. I can't. I'm oh sorry. Oh my gosh. And every time I see that actor who's amazing in anything else, I'm always like, yep. Moriarty. Like you can't even. Yes. <laughs> I actually, so he's actually in the book I'm writing right now and I'm just calling him the hot priest. So there you go. Oh. That so if you read a book of mine that says the hot priest, that's Moriarty. <laughs> oh man. So if you make bad guys that good girls like, I mean, come yes. on now. Oh yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, we, we're we're friends now, Shannon. I'm just warning yes. you. Okay, good. We're bonded. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're bonded now. So just, just <laughs> Let's see, if you could write in any world, since we love so many of them, that wasn't your own, which world oh, yeah. would that be? 
Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, I already just steal other people's worlds from video games, but... <laughs> oh, that's but this is you wouldn't one. have to steal. You could write in their world. Oh, gosh. I mean, I know this is probably just, like, such a generic answer, but Harry Potter, because I, I love it. It's just so amazing. And I already, like, <laughs> write Harry Potter fan fiction sometimes, so then it would just be... I would be doing it, like, in a legit way, so it's fine. Like, actually get paid for it and stuff, right? Exactly, right? I would love that so much. Yeah, that would work. I, I can yeah. see that one. There's so much there. Oh, there is. There's oh, my gosh. So, she could have a whole coven of writers. Oh, for sure. Writing stories from that. Like, just let me be in charge of the Hufflepuffs and it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, we've got this. We could totally make this work. She yes. could do. She could be like you know Kevin Feige with Marvel and just like assign things. And yes. Oh my gosh, it'd be incredible. Which, this is like off topic, but that's funny because my my writers group they call my books like the Shannon Literary Universe because all of my books are connected. Like each character shows up in other books, and like the, all of my characters just book hop, and so they'll make a cameo, and I'm like, oh no, because they're cousins. And like, how is that relevant to the story? I'm like it's not, but I know they are. <laughs> I just wanted them in there. <laughs> yeah, I wanted them to make a cameo, all right? And these are my worlds. Here, I am God. So I'm exactly. saying. <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> yeah, but you know, readers with glorious love that. purpose. <laughs> but it's clever of you because readers love that. Like, I fe- oh, found that out at, like, Dragonlance, right? So reading yeah. Dragonlance, where you had Fizbin, right? Which was mm-hmm. Paladin the God, but he was, like, you know, this this wizard who was inept, but not really. Yeah. When he was on the world, right? That was that was the the robes he chose to wear, right? Yeah. And then when the when um um Weiss and I think it's just Weiss, even though I always want to say Weiss like the German word, and Hickman, yeah. when they wrote um Deathgate Cycle, they brought Fisman back. Like that's fantastic. Yeah, so he's a character in there, but he was like, uh Fisbin, oh wait, I can't use that. I already used that one. Okay, uh Ziffnap. So he's Ziffnap <laughs> in that book, but it's the same character. So that's and, so great. So as soon as I found that as a child, right? I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, it just made me so happy right? just to see the character that you love. So you putting your characters in the other books, it's brilliant. Oh, good. Either that or people think I'm a raging narcissist. I don't like one or the other. Hopefully, they're all it's the first one. <laughs> I mean, if they're all you. Right. It's just me in different costumes. (laughs) That's what you don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Then we can talk about the narcissist. uh, Yeah. However. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, that's fun. Let's see. You have. Have you watched any TV lately that you've really gotten into? Oh, man. Um, So I've been really. I know I'm a 33-year-old woman, but I have been really into Nancy Drew. You know we record this, right? Oh, okay. I mean, a uh, 25-year-old <laughs> young woman. Um, <laughs> I've been super into Nancy Drew, though, because it's so spooky, and I love spooky stuff. Like, it's it's amazing. And I've so I've been watching a lot of Nancy Drew because it's also filmed in the same place that they filmed Bates Motel, which is, like, one of my favorite TV shows. Um, so it's, like, nostalgic. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Nancy Drew. I missed this somehow. Yeah, it's on the CW. They're on season two right now. Huh. It's super fun and spooky and there's lots of ghosts and it's great. I'm so that's, that one up. Yeah, it's it's really good. That's what I've been watching. I mean, I watched WandaVision, um, which was amazing. Yeah. And yes. then I'll probably just rewatch uh, The Haunting of Hill House for like the eighth time because I can't stop watching it. It's that amazing. <laughs> That's one that I know, like, the story is technically concluded, but I want more. 
I know. I want a season two. I want, we don't know nearly enough about these characters. We don't nearly, I want more. I do too. It's amazing. And that's like, so uh, Mike Flanagan, the guy that directed that, I love his stuff because he does like the creepiest horror and he does it with so much heart, which I'm like, oh, if I could do that, life would be perfect. Like goal would be achieved. (laughs) Right now I'm still on the spooky and I'm like, okay, we need to put some heart into this. I, I, from what you've, I'm sure there's some heart in there. Come on now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. a mom. There's gotta be some. <laughs> Can't help it. Right. Yeah. And so I know that you said uh, in your bio that you have interest in film, which obviously you have interest in all kinds of things, which is oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so if you could have one story turned into a movie or TV series, which one would it be? One of your stories? Oh, one of mine? One of yours. Oh gosh. Parish. For mm-hmm. sure. Because I... I've I've told my husband this many times, but I'm like, I feel a little bit ripped off that I, these characters are so real to me, but they're not actually real people. I keep thinking like, oh no, I'm going to meet them one day. I'm like, no, wait, they're not real. They're just in my head. (laughs) Like, it's so disappointing on a daily basis. And so I would love, it would just be so surreal to step onto a set and be like, my characters, my babies, there you are. I would love that. And plus they could do so much spooky stuff with it. And I love, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, I love spooky. So well, it's <laughs> one amazing of my dogs cause... is named spooky. So, <laughs> well, let's help. Let's face it. The music helps sets the mood. And that's one thing we can't do in the writing. We can't put music in. Exactly. So yeah. having that music in the actual visual, oh, it's fan. It's that a tool. I so wish we could use. Right. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, now that travel is open. As more of us get, you know, the Fauci ouchy. Do you have mm-hmm. anywhere you're excited to travel? Um, well, hopefully Disneyland will be open to non-Californian people because I would love to go there. But um my my husband and I actually really want to go to Horseshoe Bay, which oh. again is in it's in Canada. That's where they filmed Bates Motel and Nancy Drew. But it's just because we're such nerds and we like want to go to all the haunted places and it's super green and moody and beautiful. So that's where we want to go, is Canada. (laughs) Yeah, no, that sounds beautiful. Yes. Not in the winter, though, maybe. Yeah, maybe not so much in the winter. Yeah. Well, Jenny wants to know specifically what haunted place do you want to tour most? Oh, my gosh. That's a very good question. There's, um, we actually, we had discussed if we go to Canada um, in Banff, there is this beautiful hotel that looks like a castle and it's supposed to be super, super haunted. And I really, I just, I'm like, this is the best of both worlds. Because we get, like, the beautifulness of Canada and then a haunted hotel on top of that. Like, that would be amazing. What more um, could I ask for? I know, right? That would be perfect. So I would love that. And I would also really love to go to the Winchester Mystery House in California. Yes, I want to uh, see that place. You want to go. It's so cool. It's just, is it still open for tours? I don't know, actually. And I, I really, really want to go. We, When we were going to, my husband and I were going on our honeymoon and we went to the Queen Mary, we were also going to go to the Winchester Mystery House and just didn't end up making it up there. And so I was like, oh, we could have had the perfect, like, haunted honeymoon. <laughs> Something to write home about. Exactly. <laughs> Which apparently you do anyway, so it's fine. Totally yeah, worked out. it's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see. Kevin, at Bly Manor is not after Hill House. Bly Manor is a completely different story. Yes. And Roger wants to know, could you let go of the control over the script if somebody took your baby? (laughs) 
Um, are we talking like honestly or no, I'm just kidding. Um, I feel like I am totally fine with the script being totally different as long as the characteristics of like the personalities of the characters are pretty similar, at least. Um, because like in the book, Jefferson, who's my male like love interest is like a very creepy Tim Burton-ish like loner kind of. And I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want them to make him, I don't know, normal. <laughs> like, I like that he's kind of a weirdo. That's, that's my favorite thing about him. And that's what makes him him. So I would be fine with them changing the entire plot as long as the characters were mostly similar. I feel like it would be like Ready Player One, where the movie was, they had completely different tasks than what were in the books, but it still felt so much like the books still. Like, even with it being totally different tasks. So, like, you can keep the feel of something without having the plot be the same, I feel like. No, I agree. I mean, that's, speaking of your Harry Potter, that's what I think those movies did. Yeah, exactly. Like, they like, were definitely, I mean, there the were feel. some. Right, it still felt like. It made me have yes. the same emotional responses. Exactly. As, as the books did. So yeah. that that is where it succeeded. Um, yes. You know, again, as fans, we know all the things they didn't get, but you can't. You just can't. Yeah, it's just impossible. It's just impossible. So let's see. That's a good answer. Now I want to go watch Harry Potter again. Right. So now talking about all this fun travel and stuff and all the haunted places, where mm-hmm. is your favorite place to write? Oh, gosh. That's a good question. <laughs> um, at, well, as a mom, I would say anywhere that's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is normally just going to be my room because I, yeah, I, that's the only place I can have some peace and quiet. But like, I'm not one of those people who can go to a cafe and write because as I'm writing dialogue for characters, I make the faces that they're supposed to be making <laughs> while they're talking. So I, people would like call the cops or something. Cause I would be over there on my computer. Like, like, Oh geez, that girl's really angry. No, my character's just angry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So I can't write in front of people because I make the most ridiculous faces when I'm writing. Okay, hold on, hold on. So what I'm getting out of this is you are a method writer. (laughs) No, I am a method writer because I will dress like my characters and I listen to the music they listen to when I'm writing a book. And I'll like change the background on my phone to be whatever would be on their phones when I'm writing them. Like it's, I'm legit a little bit unstable, I think. Kind of love that. It explains, though, why you're so in touch with your characters. Right? Because they're like, so real. I've done a lot of these. We talk about plot. I talk about plot a lot. We talk about that. And we do talk about characters. But, like, you have really focused on the characters. Like, this oh, is the yeah. important thing to you. So it, it actually makes complete sense to me that you would do that. That's I know. Incredible. I'm like, let's just throw a plot in there. But the characters, the characters are where it's at. <laughs> like, What's the plot of your book? I don't know. But there's some good characters in there. <laughs> I'll let you know when it's done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If there even is a plot, I don't know. They might just be talking for 300 pages. Three hours. Oh, your editor must love you. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, about that? We can't. <laughs> They're like, um, delete. <laughs> yes, exactly. So what project that's in progress or not started are you most excited about? Oh, my gosh. The one I'm writing right now, it's it's called My Not-So-Rad Afterlife. Um, That's a great name. Oh, yeah. It's it's a 90s kid ghost who is trying to, like, haunt, but the afterlife is very structured. Like, you have a boss, and you're only designated to certain houses, and she's really upset because she thinks she's stuck in the afterlife because she didn't return Poltergeist to Blockbuster before she died. And so she's like, <laughs> dang it, my unfinished business. Um, 
And so it's like her having to be the least scary ghost there is because she's in like 90s kid clothes and you're stuck in whatever you died in. And so she's like, well, this kind of sucks. Um, and, you know, Tom Hiddleston's in it also because why not uh, as a fancy Brit- like British Victorian ghost, which he has an advantage because he looks scary because, you know, he's the got the whole... traditional Victorian clothing. I mean, exactly. that's what ghosts supposed and to And she's have. like, I've got a velvet choker and a smiley face ring, so no one's buying it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's it. That's my book I'm working on right now. And I'm, I'm super excited. It's really fun to write. <laughs> so funny you're like you're a ghost you're not scary at all <laughs> right exactly she's like don't look at the combat boots it's fine <laughs> oh my gosh that's I want to read that now yes okay good <laughs> you know one of the questions I usually ask is like cats or dogs but by your bio I'm going to assume dogs is what you would choose yeah, I think it's a pretty safe bet <laughs> so I see three names which are brilliant by the way so you Thank have you. your for your miniature schnauzers you have Fitz, Fitzgerald Hemingway and spooky. So my yep. question is, be honest, did the kids name that last one? No. So I actually really wanted to name her Poe because there it would, would fit so well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but she has the creepiest human eyes. Like they look like white walker eyes. Like they're bright white blue. And I think she might be a human in a schnauzer's body, like trying to get out. Um, and so like every time I look at her, I'm just like, no, you're spooky. Like, that's who you are. You're such a creepy dog. And she, like, loves me a little too much where she'll, I'll, like, wake up in the middle of the night and look over and she's just, like, staring at me intently. And I'm like, oh, you're going to kill me one day. <laughs> um, yeah, so spooky just, it just fit better than Poe because she's so creepy and intense. <laughs> it's really scary. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm telling you, yeah. I saw those names. I was like, ah, kid. <laughs> right, exactly. They're like too like literary, and then all of a sudden spooky. Spooky, yeah. <laughs> There's no spooky was going to be Poe until I saw her creepy eyes, and then I was like, nope, you're spooky. <laughs> no, Poe does not. You know, Poe had yeah. pretty creepy eyes. That's true. I mean, it still would have worked. I mean, not blue, but creepy. But still creepy, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, what hobbies do you enjoy to refill your creative cup? Oh man. Um, Again, I'm going to sound like a raging narcissist, but (laughs) making YouTube videos, it's like a, it's a weird thing. Yeah. I love making YouTube videos and I I have like five different channels, which is a problem. Um, In the, in the gaming world, we call it an altaholic where you have too many alternative or alternate like characters, but that's me with channels. (laughs) Like I just love making stuff. And so I have like a gaming channel where I do let's plays. And then my friend who's also an author, um, Heather Osler Peed, she also, we started a channel together where we do random like challenges and skits and stuff just for fun. Um, I think because it's just such a fast way to be creative. Like it's a quick and easy, well, sort of quick and easy, not, not when you put editing into it and stuff, but like it's a quicker way that you can like tell a story and like be creative and do stuff like that. And I, I actually majored in film. Um, nice. Like that's what my degree is in. And so I keep saying like, uh, what I really want to do is make movies and video games, but I don't know how, so I'm going to write books instead. <laughs> I'm like, that's how I can tell a story and not have to collaborate with a bunch of people. <laughs> so that's yeah, because that's real work. Exactly. Right. Having to collaborate. I'm like, oh no, humans, I can't do this. <laughs> I thought this would be fun. Right. Now I need a nap. Exactly. Yeah, that sounds fun, though. <laughs> hey, we could use some more people making, you know, movies out of our books. So that could yes. be fun. 
furiously let's see uh roger wants to know are you making videos as your characters oh my gosh i should be um i have a really nerdy video from way back in the day on my like original channel that's just like shannon crane camp where i put on like like dressed up as my characters because i i write so many things that they like i already have in my closet as their outfits because i don't have creative power i guess um and so like way back in the day on a potato camera i made this video showing the different outfits that my characters wore mm-hmm. and yeah that's about the closest i've gotten but i i should do that like in that makes sense. like in October, great marketing right that would be amazing in october i'll dress up like video game characters and do spooky let's plays but that's that's it i should do my i, I should do this yeah. i like this thank you for the idea roger good job roger. roger yeah I mean, it makes sense because if you do the the video game cameras or characters, people might come to see them and then see your book characters and yes. then decide, dude, I want to know them. I mean, this could totally work. This could totally work. Okay, done. I think Doing it's a brilliant it. plan. Yes. <laughs> and then just have your three-year-old randomly walk by and say, there's a body in the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't have to prompt her to say that. She'll just do it on her own. <laughs> She'll just do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Love it. Let's see. With Memorial Day around the corner, what is your barbecue go-to? Oh, man. Well, we actually barbecued hot dogs tonight, but I'm going to say if I have a choice, like, Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, time is no option, I would say chicken. I really like barbecuing chicken. Like teriyaki chicken and, oh, so good. Right? Like, we used to do steaks on there and they wouldn't quite work and then we figured out how to do them in the cast iron pan properly yeah and we're like those steaks are never going back on the grill this is how you right right so we learned all these things but barbecue chicken i can you they have to go on the grill it doesn't taste like barbecue chicken i don't care if you use the broiler the cast iron no matter what you use it does not taste the same yeah 100% agree (laughs) see Uh, we're bonded i know like i said we're friends now you're in big trouble (laughs) oh no (laughs) (laughs) i have your email (laughs) right (laughs) um what's your favorite flavor of ice cream oh gosh um it's very specific (laughs) i i yeah we asked the tough questions around here i warned you right um i've been getting the same thing at cold stone since 2005 like i've never gotten anything else there it's cheesecake ice cream mixed with strawberry ice cream and then you put chocolate chips sprinkles and marshmallows in it and it looks like a five-year-old created it but it tastes amazing that sounds incredible. It's so good. Like, I, I've never gotten anything else at Cold Stone. I went there once and ordered that, and I was like, all right, well, I guess this is it for life now. <laughs> this is what I get at Cold Stone. This right? is the order. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I have felt like, when I was younger, I liked more chocolate things. Yeah. And then as I've gotten older, I've liked more fruit things. Right? So, that I one really just like might be right at my end. fruit things. <laughs> fake fruit? <laughs> well, when we're talking ice cream, I think. I know, we, right? I'm know. like, I like fruit flavored. <laughs> You know, jellies, fruit roll-ups, you know, yeah, those things. exactly. <laughs> yeah, but see, you still have little ones at home. You can say it's theirs. Uh, I have teenagers now. I won't get away with it. Yeah, no, you can still blame it on them. It's fine. You think so? Okay. Oh, yeah, try it. I'll try it. I'll try it <laughs> if they leave me any. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> That's the true issue. You can't use the spicy excuse on them like, oh, this ice cream is spicy. You can't have it. Sorry. <laughs> no, they'd be like, really? I want to try that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Exactly. 
um, <clears throat> confession. I was making green curry shrimp last night. Mm. And everything was going well. And I went to grab the coconut milk. And mm-hmm. I shook it all up. And I dumped it all in. And I was like, that wasn't the right consistency. And I looked at the thing. And it was a cream of coconut instead of coconut milk. With, oh. If you know the difference, the cream of coconut is basically sugar that tastes like coconut. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the coconut milk is the nice creamy stuff that kind of tastes like coconut, but not oh really. Gosh. really kind of cream. Yeah. It, it, You're it, like, here's some sugar curry. Enjoy. I was. I turned to my husband. I was like, "Um, what's Plan B for tonight?" <laughs> right. Exactly. What's the backup plan? We might need it. <laughs> oh, sad. So sad. Um. Okay. Hot or cold weather? Cold weather. One hundred percent. Never mind. Yeah. We can't be friends anymore. I take it. Dang back. it! <laughs> we were this close, Kelly. This close. Though I will tell you, we're in Houston and it has been mm-hmm. raining for nine days straight. Really? There's That's a reason favorite. why we don't live in Seattle. Yeah. Um, I can't take this nonsense. And <laughs> I started to look things up and uh, like KJ told us that Colorado has like the more, the most sunny days oh, of really? any state except like Hawaii or something. Oh my gosh. So they get cold and they get snow. They get all that kind of stuff like Utah, right? Yeah. But it's, um, they have so many sunny days because their elevation is so high. So they don't really get a lot of precipitation, period. Huh. So I'm like, you know, I might be able to put up with the cold if I can have the sun. Yeah, I need the sun. See, I'm like, I don't want to visit, like, Oregon or Washington because I don't think I would ever leave. It's like, oh, yay. Like my pale skin fantasy right here. I don't have the sun anywhere. It's perfect. (laughs) And you like creepy and spooky. It totally Exactly, right? I like It'll noble, bright, and happy endings. I've got to have the sun. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, clever, clever. Um, what part of your daily routine is an absolute must? Oh gosh, <laughs> do I have a daily routine? Right. Um, I know. I was like, wait, do I even have this? It's more like my toddler slapping me in the face and being like, "Mama, get up." Um, <laughs> Well, that's her absolute must. <laughs> right. I think my only absolute must for my daily routine is a Mountain Dew, for sure. Oh. Yeah. A full sugar Mountain Dew. Like, none of the diet stuff. Just give me all the sugar and all the caffeine, and I will live another day. <laughs> Otherwise, I might not. <laughs> is that, like, what gets you up in the morning, or do you, like, have that right before you write? Oh, gosh. Uh, both. <laughs> All can day. it, can it just have... be all day? I've got an IV drip that just goes directly into my veins. It's brilliant. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, some kind of energy boost there. No, I get yes, that. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, There was a question somewhere. I missed it. Oh, Dante and Zuma, which is his stuffed puppy. Dante is the little one. He's what, two? Or he just turned one. Jenny's little one. Sends hugs, literally. So Aww. we get hugs from Dante. Dante. We rocked out Zuma. That's so cute. We give them hugs back. Nice. Nice. Let's see. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. The The audience says Dr. Pepper. Oh, uh, Roger I, says Mountain Dew is king. So there you go. You've got a Mountain Dew fan. There we go. The- Thank you, Roger. Yeah. I I um, like Dr. Pepper Chapstick, but I don't like Dr. Pepper, which is really weird. But Dr. Pepper Chapstick doesn't smell or taste like Dr. Pepper. I don't know. It's one of those like the fake fruit versus actual fruit things. Um, yeah. So it works for you. Yeah. No, we're in Texas. It's like obligatory oh no for sure it is yeah yes. i've heard that <laughs> it's it's required the uh role for persuasion <laughs> uh 
there might be some gamers in the chat too. Yes, my people. <laughs> Roger wants to know, could you see one of your stories as a video game? Well, oh, besides man. the ones that were a video game before they were your story. <laughs> you mean besides the one that I stole from Portal and Bioshock? <laughs> besides those two, just wondering. Yeah, no, besides that. Um, probably under Zenith because it has, it's like got levels in it, basically. Like each thing she goes through is like a level in a game. Um, so that one would easily be a video game. I'm working on one right now that's called ARG, which is like a, an alternate reality game. Um, that's like, they're, have you heard of those? They're crazy things where it's like, you're not supposed to know you're playing a game and they have to crowdsource like from all over the world. People work together to like solve mysteries on the internet, but it's actually just a game. So I'm writing a book about that. Like this is happening to my characters and I actually created an ARG online to go oh. along with the book, no one's found it yet, which I'm I'm don't know if I'm proud or if I'm disappointed. But it may it's good because the book is not even finished yet. So yes. people would see it and be like, what is this random ARG that didn't go anywhere? <laughs> You're like, hold on, I'm writing as fast as I can. Right. But I like I literally published a really short, like 25-page book that's part of the ARG under a fake name, a fake person, like that's on Amazon, and it all goes and there's like a fake YouTube account that goes with it and a fake blogger. Like I created all this stuff around this fake game. So that one could be a game because it already is, because <laughs> I made it into one myself. <laughs> so yeah. That's high energy, man. That Mountain Dew oh, is yeah. magic. Oh, that Mountain Dew is amazing. Can move <laughs> mountains with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> literally at least create them. right yeah exactly <laughs> i could write them that's right that's amazing so there's that's so my mind's a little blown by that like that is like going there right so there's your challenge guys you can try to find the arg online i'm not even going to tell you where to start or even what to look for because it's under a bunch of fake names and fake people that i made up online like i created so many email accounts for these people it's not even funny <laughs> i'm gonna guess they're all at gmail.com though <laughs> It's so easy. It's so much easier to use Gmail for these fake people. Right. <laughs> that I don't have to remember people. passwords. <laughs> like it's so great. Oh, uh, hey, right. well, well, the the chat's impressed with that, so that'll be. Cool. Oh, good. Yay. <laughs> Honestly, I had no idea what an ARG was. So you have taught me something new today. You should look into them because they are incredible. Like they're so just in depth and. Usually, a lot of the times they're creepy, so that's like an added bonus. But yeah, if you ever find a YouTube channel that's really weird and doesn't make sense, it's probably an ARG. Mm. Yeah. Uh, ARG, that sounds like something that I'm going to get lost in and procrastinate my actual work for. Yes, do it. I give you a permission <laughs> slip right here. Stamp. Oh, see, Zafo, you got to leave me alone. I got I got um work to yeah, do now. Very important work. <laughs> very important. <laughs> Um, let's see what I'm really curious now. I have to look these things up. Yes, you do. Um, let's see. What is your least favorite chore around the house? Oh gosh. All of them. Um, <laughs> let's right? see. you're too busy uh, creating people who has time. Yeah, for exactly. Um, <laughs> I created people and they create chores. <laughs> um, probably I hate floors. I hate floors with a passion and we have three dogs. So our yep, yep. floor on the inside looks like it should be the like ground on the outside. There's just like leaves and twigs and stuff everywhere. And yeah, but today there should my... be a lot of fur, right? That's the benefit to the miniature schnauzers. Exactly. There's no fur, which is good. But they get stuff stuck in their beards because their beards are huge and bushy. And like today, my my toddler was like, 
Like, Mama, there's sticks on the floor. I was like, yeah, they're fine. Just leave them. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's there's fine. always going to be sticks on the floor, Sophie. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know what, honey? This is a broom. <laughs> yeah. If you would like, you can get rid of the sticks, okay? There's a little life lesson for you. She's three right now. It would just be fun. <laughs> right? Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Just make sure there's no glasses too close or the yeah. lamp or the... <laughs> exactly. So she doesn't make a bigger mess than... I mean, She's safety like, as well, but also the mess. The lamps are... Or the uh, the sticks are outside, yes. But the lamps yes. are in. The chairs are all on their side somehow. And uh... <laughs> like, All right. Just give me the broom. <laughs> oh, children. Oh, children. What, what is your favorite style of music? Oh, man. I... Don't know what it's called. <laughs> I call it like sort of peppy hipster music, uh, like 21 Pilots. I like them. And like, so I have my peppy hipster music and then my like super depressing slow hipster music. That's, I, yeah, I really don't know what it's called. I guess alternative. I think that's like the catch all phrase for it. Yeah, my that's, husband that's always. My daughter right my husband always jokes that it sounds like the singers are not going to make it to the end of the song he's like i think they just died midway half <laughs> like through the song they're just gone I'm like hey no give them a second they'll recover and they'll finish the song just give them a minute they have to whistle for a minute okay he's like why does everybody whistle in the music you listen to that's weird <laughs> not you're just jealous that you can't whistle like andrew bird <laughs> That's what it really is. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> I think there's a rule. Husbands and wives are not allowed to listen to the same kind of music. Right. Exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty lucky because he's like so chill about just whatever you want to listen to. And I'm like, okay. And I've like indoctrinated my child. So she loves 21 Pilots and like all the music I like. I got her into like Five Nights at Freddy's fan videos for a while. And I was like, Yes. Like a solicitor came to the door a few weeks ago and she was like, oh, there's a creepy Freddy. There's a creepy Freddy. And he's like, what's going on in there? I was like, don't worry about it. It's fine. She's just watching animatronics kill people. Don't worry. It's I'm a good parent. Yeah. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah. It's <laughs> fine. All right. <laughs> now go away. <laughs> now go away. Hurry. <laughs> door to door salesman. You're judging right. me. <laughs> yeah. Run while you can. <laughs> I might talk more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, I've got a really tough one. Oh, no. Okay. You have to pick one. Okay. Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Oh, it wasn't tough for you then. That wasn't tough for me. I like Star Trek, but I, I have loved Star Wars since I was just a wee little one forever and always. <laughs> yeah, just like, what, 18 years ago, right? Like, not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. when I was born 18 years ago, like, I was super into Star that Wars. Just, it was in the DNA. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. No, I, I'm a big Star Wars fan. And I'm like a, I'm, I'm a pretty mellow Star Wars fan where I just like all Star Wars stuff too. I, I'm going to lose respect, but I really like the prequels. I know that they're like cheesy and they have bad writing and the CGI is awful, but I don't care because they're fun. And they gave us, so I mean, well, Clone Wars gave us Ahsoka, but still I got to meet um, Hayden Christensen at Comic-Con in Salt Lake. And I almost died a little bit. It was it was a good time. I was dressed as a character from the Clone Wars, and I was, like, painted blue. And he was probably like, oh, it's one of those fans. But I didn't <laughs> even care. I was like, 
Hayden, I just love you. Thank you so much for what you've done for the community and like fangirled <laughs> over him. And I was going to be like, you don't deserve all the hate. It wasn't your fault. The dialogue was bad. Right. I didn't say that because I was like, that might offend him more, actually. But that's what I was thinking. But it's fair. That's what I was thought right? of. Because Hayden is actually a really good actor. And it's not exactly. fair that he gets so much. He didn't write it. That's what I'm exactly. always like. like he, he didn't, didn't write, write it. it. <laughs> and he was like such a big Star Wars fan. And now people like hate him. And I'm like, guys, that's not fair. He like I, loves this franchise. He's a he's a fan too. Yeah. It's like leave him be. He didn't write Thank it. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. We are yeah. friends. Forget the cold and hot thing. I'll live in the hot weather. We could be friends. We could, Well, you know what? We can just visit each other. Oh, then perfect. See? There we go. Who cares what the weather is? <laughs> Let's see. We've got Star Wars, Star Trek. Yeah, everyone's split. So we've got split in the audience. So we have split. Yeah. I mean, they're both good. They're both good. Yeah, but they have different things. See, I was Star Trek things. for the same reason you were Star Wars. I was raised on Star Trek. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, I'm not, I don't hate Star Trek. I actually really like Star Trek. I just have grown up with Star Wars. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think because Star Wars wasn't my favorite, I didn't hate the movies as much either. Yeah, right? Like, because you didn't I go in with, like, the expectations and, mm-hmm. yeah. I just enjoyed the ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I am. I'm like, I'm just going to enjoy the ride. It's fine. Yeah. Well, it's all the hate on the the very last one, the the last Jedi or the last Skywalker. Oh, the Skywalker, yeah. That one. And all the hate for that one, too. I was like, I just had fun. <laughs> I thought it was fun. I know. I'm like... Ahsoka had like a cameo via like a voice actor and I'm good with that. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm like, it was fun. Yeah. So let people enjoy things. Right. Right. What's the point? I mean, this is after all pretend. So if you're not going to have fun, instead of getting all mad, go do something else. That's more fun for you. Exactly. It's supposed to be entertainment. Like Mm -hmm. it should be entertaining you. Right. (laughs) So maybe they just get entertained when they're that mad. Maybe that, you know, that could be fun for people. <laughs> I, I know some people who do like to argue, so. Oh, like I do most too. Most of them are the teenage daughter who lives in my house. <laughs> and but. my people, I mean my teenage daughter. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I mean. <laughs> that's the people. <laughs> yeah, that's people. We had to, I always swore I would never be that parent who was like, because I said so. Yeah. So I always gave them reasons. Like that was yeah. my thing. I'm like, no, I always give you reasons. The problem mm-hmm. is the reasons don't work with my daughter. No. So I had to end up saying, okay, I gave you reasons. Just because you don't like them doesn't yeah. make them not reasons. Exactly. <laughs> no, I gave up on the no because I said so already and she's only three. So like, yeah. because mommy said so. That's why. <laughs> yeah. She's like, why? Can't-? She asked me one day why she couldn't go outside. <laughs> Because it was like dark out. And I was like, because it's dark out, so Van, the monsters are out. And Josh was like, you can't, you can't say that to your three-year-old. I was like, well, she's not outside, is she? She stayed in, didn't she? It totally there we go. <laughs> if she needs therapy, then I'll pay for it later. <laughs> I mean, we have to damage them somehow. If this is what right? I do, this is minor, okay? Exactly. I'm like, she's, she's probably going to be in therapy anyway. At least it could be for this and not something truly horrible. <laughs> not being kidnapped because she went outside the dark. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Justification. Exactly. That's it. I get this. My kids survived to 17 and 20, so... You're done. You're doing a good job, right? I wish I was done. Doesn't seem like you get done anymore. Oh, no, it never. It's never going to be done, but... No. No, never done. (laughs) Let's see. We have uh, neither one of my stubborn... My stubborn damn dogs gives a crap about my reasons. Yes, (laughs) Kevin. Yes. 
Yeah. Dogs try having another dogs. Counter. You can say because I said so. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. true. I mean, they're yeah. not going to listen, but oh, I, I yeah. have a feeling his dogs listen. Oh yeah. Maybe to For... Lena, not him, his wife. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Right. No, my dog. My dogs are teaching my daughter how to ignore me because I'll be like Hemingway, Hemi, Hemi, and she'll just. Sit there and look away. And I'm like, I know you can. Like, if I open up a wrapper, she'll, like, turn and look at me. I'm like, you little punk. <laughs> you can hear me. You're just ignoring me on purpose. Like, her little ear twitches towards me, but she doesn't make eye contact. And now I'm noticing Sove will, like, you know, Hemi does it. So I'm going to do it, too. There must be a reason I'm learning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These dogs are, are bad sure influence. you don't like cats? That really sounds like cat behavior. <laughs> right? Oh, no. I think they think they're cats. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nope, we have a pretty smart dog and a goofy one. Oh, good. That's always a good combination. They are what they are. Yeah. It's all fun. Someday I'm going to get my my Visla again, though. Those are my favorite breed. Oh, wait, a what? Visla. I don't even know what that is. They are a Hungarian pointer. They are beautiful. Do you know Lindsay Broker? She's a writer. She's a big no. writer in the indie world. Um, and she has Vislas. And so I saw her oh. Vislas. I'm like, oh, I knew I loved you, Lindsay. <laughs> are they are they big? They sound like a big dog. They're medium size. Uh, do oh, you know okay. what a Weimaraner is? Yes. They look like, exactly like a Weimaraner, except they're red instead of gray. I love those. Those yeah, are so beautiful. pretty. Okay. And they're about 15 pounds smaller and about okay. 500 times more hyper. <laughs> and like 500 times cooler, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I wouldn't be this fat if I had my Vizsla because you have to right? walk them or they are out of control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, Roger called them high energy home destroyers. Only if yeah. you don't walk them. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't walk them. That's the accurate description. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Well, I had a great time, Shannon. I hope you had I a great did time. too. This was fantastic. This was really fun. I like when someone comes on and I'm like, we're friends now. Yes, we're friends. We're bonded okay. for life. Yeah, wasn't that hard? We can totally make this work. I'm going to send you some scripts to film for me. Yes, done. I am on it. I would love that. We're going to make this work. Yes. Um, so for our final and last question, I'd like to know, where can fans find you and your work? Okay, so most of my, like, my Instagram and my Twitter and everything is Shannon C. Books. It's Shannon with an E because... My mom wanted to make it complicated. Um, and then the letter C, because Crane Camp, and then just books, all one word. Um, my YouTube channel is Persephone Plasmids, which is where I do all my nerdy gaming stuff. So <laughs> it's, which is actually after Bioshock, because that's my favorite game. So Persephone is the name of the jail, and plasmids are what they farm out of the jail, because it's like this substance that, yeah. So Persephone Plasmids, that's why. That's why that's there. <laughs> but everything else is Shannon C. Books. Excellent. Well, please, now that Shannon is your favorite writer, please review her work. And please review us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitch so that you can come live and win all the cool prizes and ask your own questions. And you can also subscribe on YouTube. So we can't wait to see you next Tuesday, 8 p.m. here on twitch.tv slash Dragonship. And our guest will be Emily R. King. See you next time.